Hey, yo. Hey. hey yo. <laughs> Welcome to episode 22 of the Lifting Ugly podcast. Podcast that is cooler than the other side of the pillow. Rest in peace to Scott, who used to coin that phrase fairly often on Sports Center. <coughs> hey, yo. He's hey, the yo. bad guy. <laughs> I am. Wait. I am not pioneer lifting belts. That comes later. <laughs> That's how you know it's live. That's right. All of our my many fuck ups on this thing. I am now, <laughs> as you can see, Craig Bird, the man that is now back to the right of me on the screen, is none other than. Hi, Baokai. There he friends. is. Friends. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Glad you can join us today. Friends. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to have a lot of people that are uh, going to join us live today. Oh, we have one person. That's oh. fun. So one friend. person that's either uh, watching us and the uh, um, the King of the North or is not watching the King of the North at all. <laughs> Since a lot of our a lot of our fans are in the uh, North Dakotas and the northern states. Yeah, and the uh, the king of the north powerlifting meet is going on as we speak, which is dope. They are they they tend to be a little bit busy. I was watching a little bit of it, and I are awesome. I think it's cool this way. The lady's announcing, and she's telling the guys what plates to put on. Number one, which is kind of cool. Do they not have so, the the loading picture on the screen like they usually do? I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't. I can only see. Like you can only see like the platform, huh. but the la the ladies like you know should be like three reds, you know a yellow and two and a half and a point five. That's weird because usually it's on the uh, the screen that's saying who's up next and who passed and failed their attempts. So usually there's like a a picture of what you need on the bar for everyone's attempt. Yeah, maybe hmm. they don't have that. No, keep it old school. She she's a she's announcing what they need and then apparently they're they're using nicknames which is also fun. Ooh. Yeah, so That's there's what, what would your nickname be? I don't know. Jim Daddy. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I'll take that. So they had one guy was Mr. Tie-Dye. I just heard she announced and oh. Mr. Well, first she said Mr. Tie-Dye is in the hole and I thought that was a little <laughs> I thought that was a little personal information. But that is they really. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Thanks, Ty Dye guy. And and so I uh, I wanted to wait and see what why they called Mister Tie Dye Mister Tie Dye. Needless to say, it's because he had a tie dye shirt and a tie dye headband on. Oh, That's that makes sense. Does. And our that our friend our friend Austin Hudson Byler was uh, Austin the Machine. Oh, I mean. That is something that works well for him. Right. That was it was unfortunate because anyone who follows him, if you don't, you should follow him because he's crazy ass lifter that it is, is a very nice light, dude. lightweight. Um, he was it two weeks ago. He hit seven hundred on his squat. Yeah, light, I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty flawlessly. Yeah. And he. He went for I the one I did see him attempt on here was seven oh one and yeah he he kinda he dipped and then lost it. Oh 
so I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I think that was his second. I'm not sure what. I don't know if he <coughs> tried it again. And, and I was, I was busy. I, I cut loose and did my own thing for a little while. Really? Cut loose. I cut loose. But anyway, yeah. A lot of our, we got a lot of our, our, our people are there. Ethan, Ethan's competing. I know that. Nice. Um, Austin, uh, blessed is out there. Runners blessed. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, yeah, right got some, of, some of our peeps out in North Dakota. Where are they hosting it? Um, it's at like a hockey rink. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's it's all con- it's like smooth concrete floor. Yeah. And just a big giant arena. Um, from things I've seen, they have like a bump and jump. And then kind of, like, you know, their sponsor booths with like supplements and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, okay. One of those, uh, those like punching bag games set up yeah yeah you know some cool shit that's dope yeah so it's it's i guess sponsored by pit by pit strength yeah i was surprised it's not there then i think they wanted a bigger venue so they could get more spectators and everything in there fair enough anyway so how's how's everything going for you in your neck Uh, of the beach (laughs) um good training was good this week like started off really good bench was awesome deads were great um but i think deads kind of kicked my teeth in ever so slightly after the 630 pull was fine but it was that 600 double deficit that totally just blew the floodgates open so i (laughs) popped a little blood vessel in my eye which is always exciting um, and my hands were all swollen the next day. Like my back is still toasted. My hamstrings are still toasted. So <clears throat> I tried to get in my, my squats in yesterday and it just was not happening. So we're taking a deload next week. That's for damn sure. Nice. Definitely need it. My body's toasted. And then just being at work last night too, like my ankles and my hips just for moving around so much or no bueno. Being on your feet constantly. Yeah, no, I got. They give me a promotion at work, so I'm moving around a lot more. So I got a lot more uh, steps in. Put it that way. All right, the big man's moving up in the world. Oh boy. Yep, yep, yep. We're doing big My things. Big things, big things in the bar world for you. I know, right? Super exciting. Super duper exciting. So that's it's funny because I I I went to do squats on Monday. Yeah. I'm trying to remember when it was later in the day and my legs just felt so heavy and yeah. they just, it just didn't feel right. So I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to go home. I'll do it tomorrow. I have a little bit more time. I can take mm-hmm. care of it. So I went home and put my space pants on so I could get the, you know, the circulation and the swelling moved out. Space pants, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, this should help. And I go in Tuesday and it was like the same thing. I just, I couldn't get mm-hmm. it to work right. So I was like, well, I guess this just isn't my week for squats. I'm not going to force the issue. Um, no. And just kind of did some light legs and bench bench moved. It was it was pretty good. I did a couple sets of two at 405. Uh, oh, nice. Before, before everything kind of locked out. And, yeah. And, and then I lightened up and was able to do some narrow for tricep work. And, and so it wasn't too bad. And then today, my deadlift day. Yeah, I yep. told you I was gonna go for six seventy five just to just to go for it, mm-hmm. and that 
that shit moved. It did. A scene was this morning. I was I was super excited. And uh-huh. that's I, I have that seven. That seven is there. It'll happen. Just give it like another couple of weeks. Yeah. It'll it just happen. it 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 just my hands at that point I have like I don't you can't see it, but Cal started Cal's just started ripping off and just <laughs> peel, peel, peeled my fingers open. I was like, yeah. no. I was I'm like the power you. was power was there. <laughs> You just gotta um, before you pull, just like grind your calluses on one of the um, on the Ohio bar or the West Side bar. Just grind some of the Shave excess off just a little bit. Because right now my issue is my pinky. Like this guy right here huh. in the middle digit, it's been tearing every single time, and it's not recuperating. So it's just it'll bleed during bench, it'll bleed during squats, it'll bleed during pulls. Like it's just not, <laughs> it's not going away. <laughs> You need, you need to get I'm yourself to some. My hands. You need to get some lifting gloves. <laughs> You're right. I need to be more conscious of what my hands are doing. My poor fingers are. I know. Super destroyed. You just cut it off. Mm, it's cut you, can live with, off. you can. You can live. You can live without your pinky. I don't know. There's a lot. <laughs> no, but then you can't deadlift. I can't or do bench. anything. All right. Yeah. Hands squat. SSB squats. Yeah. That'd Just be fine. My nubs holding the handles down. <laughs> then then you would be uh you'd be able to be a video that everyone would post everywhere and be like, What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing like, it with no hands. <laughs> that's like someone climbs Everest with one leg. Well, it's like, yeah, they only had to use one leg, not both. I know. So like, like this, this, this guy's yourself. a hero. This guy's a hero. He's a double amputee and ran a marathon. It's like, well, yeah, his legs don't get tired. He's a double amputee. It's not even fair. <laughs> it's like this bullshit statement. I put robot arms on my body, and now I can bench press more. Like, <laughs> no, it's like, what a hero. <laughs> we're gonna serve some pots with this one <laughs> that's all right i've always that's always been they're like oh my gosh can you believe that they did that and i'm like well yeah i can believe it mm-hmm. and so i'm sorry it's like the the midgets or the dwarfs that like squat and it's like all right come oh on like God. yeah the range of motion is like this much like cool i'm glad that i'm glad that you do it by all means mm-hmm. don't stop keep it keep it up but let's be realistic here. Like range of motion is everything, and so you have a big barrel chest, and you can just yeah. beep. Yeah, your bench, your bench should be pretty killer. Your squat should be pretty dope because your ass touches the ground already. Oh yeah, I know. There's one <laughs> dude who lifts for West Side who's on the right. uh, the shorter end, and I'm pretty sure he's a multiply dude too. So watching him oh, squat, watching him squat, in like this little. Baby multiply suit is the cutest shit. I mean, that has to be custom made, right? I mean, it's not like oh, they're producing, yeah. you know, a kid's a kid's media <laughs> multiply suit for, the, the for someone to multiply. Sweat. Yeah. And, I, and there's not really a, I can't imagine there's enough of a market to produce more than one for this guy. So you're saying there isn't a huge niche for uh, multiply midget powerlifting? I not that I can see. I mean, I just maybe there is, and maybe it's just a world I haven't ventured into yet. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, 
I, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going to get, I'll get seven sooner than later. And I'm super mm-hmm. psyched about it. The 675 was cool. I was, yep. I, I give full credit to the superpowers I've been, I have gotten by using Ooh. the lifting belt from our Slide friends. It. Now we can go to, now this thing's like jumping all over the place. Pip them out, pip them out. Pioneer lifting belts. My pioneer lifting belt gave me superpowers. I was able to jump. I was at 635 that I was comfortable doing for way too long. Yep. 40 pound increase in my deadlift. Thanks (laughs) to our friends at Pioneer Lifting Belts, generalleathercraft.com. The belt did it. I give full credit. My my Mark Belt belt just didn't fucking do it for me. Sorry, man. It had me stuck. You know. It was the the ride was fun while it lasted, but mm-hmm. pioneer pioneer lifting belt is what put put it over the top. Yep. So for all of you that are looking for lifting belts, even if you're not looking for a lifting belt, you should oh. be, because you should go to generalleathercraft.com and get yourself a nice custom belt, a nice pioneer cut belt with all the the nice half inch in between notches. Notches, baby, notches. Or if you don't have a lot of money, or you're just kind of cheap, you can just get a regular Pioneer lifting belt, and you'll still see the the power, feel the power within you. Still be fantastic, right? And then while you're there, what are other things that they should get while they're there? Uh, you can get shirts. Uh, you can get wrist wraps. You can get knee wraps. You can get a wallet, which I think they're pretty nifty. Or get a nice little uh, little collar for your dog. Yeah. You're looking pretty sweet too. Yep. Fido will be the dopest dog in town with a pioneer Fido, yeah, pioneer Fido. lifting collar. Yeah, pioneer lifting. <laughs> or on your significant other, whatever helps. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. I don't judge. I'm not here I to don't judge. judge either. Just what send we do. That's actually. Actually, we do judge a lot on here. I guess we, yeah. we, we do a lot of judging. talking shit. <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> but if you decide to wear your uh, the Pioneer dog collar on yourself or mm-hmm. your significant other, please send pics to Alki at Pico underscore powerlifting or <laughs> at Bellies underscore out underscore benching. Um, and that way he can share them with mm-hmm. me later. But yeah, much bang bang's getting low, folks. I need you guys to <laughs> That's right. Step your game up. Yeah. I want I want adults and dog collars. <laughs> Bring them in. Bring them in. That's right. It's lacking. Need to, it is. Just, let's keep this going, people. So, All right. And then our talk with Pioneer Lifting brings me to did you Ooh. did did you watch my video about the announcements that I have? I have um, I sort of watched them. I want you to refresh them for me. I didn't actually say what the what the announcements were. I just said that if people want to know if they want to know what the announcements are, they have to watch them here, or wait till after the podcast is up, and then I'll post it all about it anyway. But our friends, our boys, our girls from Pioneer Lifting Belts, this yeah. is what we're doing. Oh so my. as you know, as you know, and if anyone listening doesn't know, we are sponsoring Crown Mountain Strongman Championship mm-hmm. in May 7th, the yep. Be Strong Classic in Denver on June 4th. 
the yeah. Black Hills Classic in South Dakota on mm. June 11th. Mm. What we what we are going to do with our friends from Pioneer Lifting is we are going to have a drawing with the competitors of all three events, oh. and the winner will get a custom Lifting Ugly belt. Oh. Ooh. Right? They can pick Ooh. the colors, obviously the size to fit them. Um, but, yeah, customized for them. Like I said, That's any color rad. combination they want. Yeah. So I just got confirmation actually about 10 minutes before I posted that video nice. um, from from our, our friends there at Pioneer Lifting that they are willing to help us out with that to make that a possibility. <clears throat> That's badass. Yeah. It's just more ways and proof that when Matt was on here and he said that their goal is to give back to the people that give to them. Yeah. He, he's not, that wasn't, that wasn't a line of bullshit. No, that's that real stuff. That, that was a fuck. So, and that's our goal as well, which is why we're putting forth the efforts we are to make sure we can get back. So that's one of the things I thought about mm -hmm. and tried to link up with them to be able to provide, you know, just something a little bit extra on top of the cash prizes that I'm going to be putting forth towards all three of those events, yep. as well as other prize packages, as well as most likely I will also be getting some supplements from insane labs that will also be oh. distributed to the overall winners of each event mm. so you know yeah i'm trying to hook i'm trying to hook up from as many people as i can that are willing to to help out and yep help those lifters out so that'd be really fun so just i'll just have That's to dope. i'll have that yep so the end of after that last meet we'll I'll just kind of do a little drawing and and see who comes out on top. Ooh. And then just yeah, we'll we'll hook it up from there. I like that. Give him back. Love that. Love. Love pioneer lifting. Love these guys. Mm -hmm. They're the best. Best quality, best product, and the best motherfuckers around. Truly. I dig it. Love it. Also, we will one of the other announcements <clears throat> excuse me i'm a little uh complaints here a little horse um, <laughs> i'm a little horse <laughs> <laughs> one of the other announcements i have is that we will be having i don't it just keeps going this way uh i'm gonna pull for power lifters here pretty soon i'm gonna work on that but it seems like the the strong people are really easy to get a hold of. They're really yeah. easy to get a hold of and really easy to talk to. Um, so I'm thinking next week, if I can line it out properly, we will be having Gabby Bergholzer. She is America's 2021 or 2020, 2021 America's Strongest Woman. Oh, wow. Um, and she was a competitor at the Arnold here a few weeks ago. So Love that. I, I asked her if she'd come on and she said she was down. And I was like, are you sure? We're kind of retarded. <laughs> yeah, we're and she said, stupid. and she's like, "Nope, that's cool. I'm, I'm with it." So, <laughs> so we're just trying to finalize time, like a time. Um, yeah. And so, hopefully, hopefully, by we'll be able to have her on by next week. So that's another. That would thing. be badass. Yeah, I love that. Oh, so many famous get, peoples. Get the get the female version of what goes down mm -hmm. in the 
the strong people world. That would be an interesting perspective to get a hold of. And I'm excited to hear about that. Yep. So make sure you go to so check her out. Let's see. Her Instagram is Gabby underscore the Austrian Oaktress. Oh, Oaktress. Yes. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger took the Austrian oak. Oh. So, but she has a uh, some See, pretty. She has a pretty crazy uh, pull-up video, where she's doing pull-up claps. Jesus. Yeah. Right. With a big, giant, just impressive back. But, Making me jealous. Yeah. I'm like, I can do, I know I can do pull-ups. That's about all I know I can do. Yeah. Um, I did five not too long Sweet. ago. Um, well, technically it was 10, but the last like three or four kind of sucked. So we'll call it a good five. A solid five. A solid five. And an, and an attempted other five. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's not that. When you're heavy. Things are it's hard, hard out there. It's hard out there for a pimp. For a pimp. For a pimp. With no women. <laughs> <laughs> a woman, a, a holeless pimp. A holeless pimp. Uh, uh, so everyone, make sure that you get all, you can get a hold of us and follow us and all of the things that we do and updates and whatnot at lifting underscore ugly. You can search lift ugly or lifting ugly wherever you might desire. Um, and we also have, did you know, we also have a website. <gasps> Whoa, we do. we do. It is liftingugly.com. Mm-hmm. And I was checking there today yep. and I, I had three sessions on liftingugly.com today. All three were from China. What the hell? Right. That we're trying to like, we had Russian, we had Russian mm. uh, listeners on the podcast now we're getting the uh, the Chinese people on the website. Are you fans, people from China, or are you trying to infiltrate our business? Ooh. Or are you trying to see what your kids are making for us? Oh. <laughs> Try, trying to see what your six-year-olds are actually up to. Yeah. <laughs> Their hard work. Just Their hard work sweet. is going into making this hat, this shirt, Mm-hmm. Your hat, these banners, all available at liftingugly.com. God bless child labor. <laughs> That's right. It's uh, it keeps things somewhat affordable. Yeah. And so, based based on a uh, a discussion we had last week, I and onto, so the discussion we had last week as well as. Um, being able to find tank tops that are in stock. So, yeah, and 3X as well. <laughs> yes, and actually these ones do go up to 3X. Oh. They are, they are tank tops that are available. Uh-huh. So we will have the Lifting Ugly hey. tank top. I like and get, that. Watch this. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. It gets better. Oh. What would Jack Jesus do? What would Jack Jesus do? <laughs> I love that. I'm glad that's a thing. <laughs> That's, that's, your, say, that's was, your Sunday shirt right there. That's right. Hashtag WWJJD. What or if would you want to take it to the next level, do? what would Juice Jesus do? Juice Jesus. 
you pick you pick your poison on which way which direction you want to go with that. Mm-hmm. But he turns your water to Diana Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> that, that's, that's all I would end up drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a streamline. Praise Jeebus. Praise Juice <laughs> Jeebus. <laughs> hey, right, hi, Seth. Seth. Good to see you. Set. So, um, oh, other news I got for you um, and Seth, since Seth's on. Um, <laughs> I am going to be able to uh, print on some singlets. Oh, you shut your dirty mouth. Yes. Oh, oh it's so, time. Oh, that's so exciting. So oh, I'm going to, I know Seth said he wants one, so I'm going to get one done and um, get one out to Seth for his barbenders in june as well Ooh. as the i'll have i'll have some for the two girls in uh for the uh black hills classic as well yeah, we'll be yeah. sporting some lifting ugly singlets um and then whenever i don't know i if i can get if i can get that 700 dead then i will then look at a competition doing a meet um Ooh. so yeah so then and then whenever you are able to do yours well i'll be sporting the lifting ugly singlets um, they and, haven't posted may, anything yet. And maybe a, maybe a little monumental powerlifting on the leg. Oh, a little, little dinosaur action. Wow. wow. <laughs> a little wow. All we so, yep. need are singlets and deadlift socks. That's it. Yeah, the socks are, are, are tending to be a little bit tougher to come across, which mm-hmm. you would think might be one of the easier things to find. But, yeah. man, this is it. Just ridiculously hard to try and find socks to print on. Huh. Hey, do you think anyone? Do you think anyone out there might be interested in supporting our podcast with monetary funds? I hope so. If so, Tell them how. they can. They. <laughs> I will. You can do so. Monthly support by going to Patreon.com/backslash/LiftingUgly. You can go oh, check yeah. out the different tiered pricing that we have there. The things that we offer in return for your patronage mm-hmm. and whatnot. Or if you would like a one-time donation and you want to buy some cool shit from the website, you can go to liftingugly.com. And there mm-hmm. is a section available where you can do a one-time donation, which in all honesty at this point is all just going to get turned around and put back into competitors. So Hurry, help, me. The lifters out. help yeah. us to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're in this com- we're in this community together. Yeah, or just put in a large order online. Right, you can do that too, mm-hmm. and then that that helps slowly build up that bank that I can then push back in, and I can use less of my own money mm-hmm. um, that I get from other things I do. Yes, so that would be nice. It's not needed. Um, mm-hmm. I can find a way, and I will find a way. Yeah, but. Anything is always appreciated. I want to give back to you guys who work so hard and train so hard yep. and put on the show that we love to see. Yeah. In our clothing. In Remember our clothing as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love I love seeing the, the videos and everything posted. Oh, yeah. I just come across those and I'm like, hey, that's our shirt. I know those. I seen that before. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of, what's up? Oh, I was gonna say one of our levels is a Gym Shark level, oh. and the inspired person for Gym Shark level. Oh, where is he? He's back. He came back this week. Wow. From, so good old Mr. Sam Adamson is good actually old here. Mr. Sam. He's here in the gym right now as we speak. Oh wow. <laughs> He's on uh on his spring break from from his schooling activities. Well it's good to hear that name again. I, I miss that guy. Yes, he is the funnest goofball that mm-hmm. one of the funnest goofballs we have here at the gym. Um <laughs> Who is now doing Olympic lifting? Yeah, not his. Uh, that fucking guy, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what oh, always, always <laughs> on to new, 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 different things. He's gets always minorly got... injured once, completely switches sports. <laughs> right. Turn. To one that to one that will probably make it worse. I mean, that's what happens when you jerk off hook grip, man. It's it's, it's not good for you. Yeah, but you got to practice. I mean, I found if you just try and go straight into hook grip, it's a little painful. Mm, that's you gotta, you, you have to make those uh, the the, yeah, the graduations. You got to start somewhere. The small wins first. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. praise small, praise small victories. Yeah, <laughs> small, <laughs> small, very small victories. Very small. Oh, I guess I forgot. And all this excitement and all of our new. Uh, mm-hmm new things going on and new announcements yes. Yes. I have to tell people that i am coming to you from western colorado oh. grand junction to be specific from the gym called monument fitness you can see us at monument.fitness on instagram and i might post something i might not but i might you can at least see some stuff there yeah, just kind of depends and if you are ever in the area and you just go ahead and hit me up and I'll get you in and you can get a workout in here and see what the hubbub is all about. It's worth it, friends. If you come in at the right time, we now have a, let's see, we'll call them a gaggle of nerds that now um, oh. lift here on a regular basis. Thanks to our friend Wyatt. Oh, did he bring all of his piano friends in? Um, better, better than piano friends. Oh, are they Wyatt Dungeons has, and Dragons warriors? They, they are Dungeons and Dragons warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the dice, so, man. Roll the dice. So the D and D nerds come in full effect. Hey, you know what? They're lifting. That's all. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I was like, hey, by all means, bring all the nerds you got. I mean, we're all nerds in one way or another, right? Yep. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that shit gets it heated. Is. I've heard Keenan scream at his friends over it. <laughs> Are you so, really? That's so funny. Oh my god, yeah. <clears throat> I can't remember. So last night somebody was asking, somebody was asking about it. They're like, "What the?" They're like, "What is it like?" And I, I so I had like a little brief explanation, um, and then one of Wyatt's friends was walking in because they were doing yoke carries outside. He comes in, he's like, wait, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, I was, he was asking about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, man. His His, antenna was like, his little nerdy sense started, started tingling. And he was like, Mm -hmm. someone's, someone's talking D and D. So he gave a, he gave a a rundown of of what, what it's all about. But Mm. it sounds like they got a pretty serious thing. He, uh, he writes his own campaigns and, 
you know, just and goes for him. <laughs> That's glad. Do you see Seth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so two of, two of our three people that are on watching us live are mm -hmm. all about the D and D nerds coming yeah. through. Hey, you know what? Seth's got a seven thirty SWAT, so he can he can roll dice whatever he wants. You know what? And it's I and to be fair, I call them D and D nerds, but in all fairness, we're all we're all nerds in some way or another. Oh yeah. I just never did the Dungeons and Dragons thing, but there are definitely a lot of other things I'm super nerdy about. More like the <laughs> dragons and drag queens. Dragons and drag queens nerds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we're we're infiltrated. We've been. Hey, you know what? Let's make the nerds buff. Let's make them yeah. big. Big. And you know, White will be their little cult leader, so it's perfect. Oh, he is. Oh, you've got to see it. He is. <laughs> it is. It's the funniest thing ever. It's just like he he walks in, and then it's just like this. He like said it's like this this gaggle of nerds that follows behind him. You know, he's all amped about it too. He's like, oh yeah, he's a, he's the leader. He's a leader of something. He's not He's not following anyone. No, he's just doing his own thing. So Seth, Seth has a super strong role. Yeah, he knows how to like. A, a 7.30 squat and just a... Just an absolute roll. buttery roll of the wrist with that 20-sided <laughs> die. Is that what it is at 20? Buttery. I think so. Buttery. It's. I know it's a lot. It's a lot of sides. It's so, Anything over five, I lose count. Yeah, I'm used to four. Mm -hmm. There's, yeah. Uh, more than that, it's uh, it gets a little complicated. So anyway, pretty funny. It's if you if you make your way back here, you'll have to experience. It's just it's a whole new thing because you'll have. So like I was here, you know, I was finishing up with Nicole, and I was actually yeah. going to lift last night, but then the the D and D took over the platform, mm -hmm. and uh, so you had Jack and and Jordan outside throwing bags. You mm -hmm. had the the group of nerds running yoke, and then on the deadlift platform, <laughs> and and I'm say so, yeah, just the the two the contrast, but everyone's doing the same thing, like contrast and people, but like everyone's doing the same thing. So all united, yes, all united by lifting. I love that. That's right. So that's that's the main part. You know, everyone's here doing. You know, they've got their purpose. And oh, should I gotta, you make a D and D shirt? I, it's looking like I probably should. Like a Dungeons I, and Deadlifts, or like a. Oh, that's killer! That would be. Hmm, I like that idea. Think about it. Well, we'll we'll have to see what we can put together there. Mm -hmm. For sure, that'd be. <laughs> I mean, I'd For buy sure. it. <laughs> Dungeons and D and D. Yeah, living the living the D and D life, the dungeons and deadlifts, heavy D, the heavy heavy on the D and heavy, heavy on, the, on D. the D. I love that. Heavier, heavier, and heavier. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. I'm liking that. So, you Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. fans out there, you got to tell us what you think. Oh yes, you're I do, I do things that I that like make me giggle and make me laugh and mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that it works for everybody. So, <laughs> but I mean, if you got you know 
six D and D dudes and and Seth and whoever else like we'll, right. we we should be able to sell some shirts out of that. That's right, and just have start start a cult within a cult. Mm. I'm about it. Yeah. Sign me up. That'd be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me uh, have to see what I can come up with as far as uh, the the look of Dungeon and D Ball. Did you see that comment? <laughs> 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 you just come oh, up with a different, but just a bunch of them. Yeah, just the just have like a whole uh, a whole D and D section on the website. Oh dear God, yeah. Just dungeons and whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever, and dragons. Yeah, D ball and dragons. Deca, Deca, dungeons, Deca, dungeons, Deca, and, Deca and dragons, <laughs> or D and D, just Deca and D ball. <laughs> <laughs> the life's combination. Yeah, roll the dice. Oh, gotta love it. All right. So yeah. So anyway, nerds are plenty. Love it. Mm-hmm. Glad everyone, like, you know, I got to hand it to Wyatt. He's getting these guys off the couch and, mm-hmm. you know, out of their out of their own little dungeons and getting them out and getting them working. So, I mean, there's, uh, there's a lot to be said to that. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. So, I am stoked about that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to have to, it's apparently going to have to happen. All right. So, Lifting Ugly Face of the Week, we had submissions this week, which was great. Finally. Yep. Finally, it seems like we'll have like a, like a large amount of submissions, and then we'll have like just this lull where it's like, eh, yeah. and everyone just kind of craps out on it. So we did have some submissions, and let's see, the winner was yeah. it's not bias, I promise. Selena Vega at Misfit Strong Honor. It's not. I promise it's not bias. She had like 26 votes. Yeah. Um, second coming in second was uh the girl, the lady. I guess I should call her yep. a lady. She's a girl to me, but a lady in general. Um, what was her what's her name? Well, she, Claire. Yeah. Claire. Mm-hmm. And she is a she is a doctor, you say? Um she is a yeah, she has an MS. Yes, and she's a strength coach. She is Probably one of the smartest fucking human beings that I've ever talked to. Her and her boyfriend, Cody, are uh, two incredibly smart and strong people. Good to have around. But she had a she had a great face, um, but Selena did come up with more votes. Hey, it happens. But I'm not going to send her it. Gently. I, in all actuality, I'm going to send her a code because Selena's already gotten enough. She doesn't. <laughs> she, so she'll get, she gets the win, but nothing on top of it. That's fair. And so I'll give Claire the discount um, as as a runner up. So when I see her next time, I'll let her know. Um, yeah, it'd be cool because like she's actually. Um, I mean, they'll go around and do seminars and whatnot around the country. So if they could be wearing one of our shirts while they do it, or just something like oh, yeah. that, because she, she owns a. She owns it, but um, she either works for or owns a company called Barbell Medicine, and they're uh, quite large in the following of the Instagram followers. So it would be cool to have them rep our stuff a little bit. And she just got second at the Arnold, which is huge. So 
Who do we know who got first at the Arnold? Oh I'm my just, just, out of, just out of curiosity. Um oh my god, for her weight class. I'm gonna have to look it up. I can't I can't remember. So when do you see her at the gym? Is that what is that we need? Oh to yeah, her? yeah, all the time. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. Um so ask her if she wants to come on and be a guest. Oh, okay. I can do that. So so that way everyone can take advantage mm-hmm. of the of her wisdom and insight. Oh yes. I'll see if I can get her and Cody on because they're yeah, they're insane, man. They're oof. that would be great. sweet. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Selena wins face of the week. It was a good face. It was it was a throwback face, but it was still uh, good. Yeah, we did have the the women came in strong this week, and so I they was did. happy to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, Maria always has a great face. Yep, um, and that was actually. I had to cut it down because you couldn't see any, but there was a side by side face. There yeah. was a squat squat face and a deadlift face simultaneous. Oh, cool. But I had to cut them to otherwise you wouldn't be able uh, to see anything. That's fair. It was it was a nifty little picture, I must say. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. It is. So as we go go along, <laughs> was, so what uh, kind of made me think about what to talk about today was as I approached my deadlifts today, mm-hmm. I went a little bit different on my pull than I normally do. Okay. So normally the way I've been is I kind of do, I go over the bar a little bit more. Yeah. I go over the bar and I'm pulling, I'm standing and pulling up. And so this time... I was like, well, I'm going to try kind of see what I generate. And it could have had, uh, you know, I'll give it some credit to it actually, I get help things move a little bit smoother without mm-hmm. as much of the, the leg shake as I yeah. sat back into it mm-hmm. and was pulling. So that way I was pulling more back as I was standing up and not pulling straight up. Yeah. And, and so that little change and just sitting more into it seemed to kind of help yeah, generate a little bit more off of the ground for me. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're sitting in a better position. Your shoulder blades are a little bit farther back. I, the way I see it was like with your with your other pulls, I think the shaking was coming from your hamstrings because it was more of a um, like a straight leg deadlift style. Right. Instead of like sitting back in your position, letting your lateral shoulder sit back a little bit, have your shoulder blades behind the bar. Um loading that up like loading up pressure in that position and pulling from there. I mean, I think you're gonna have a lot more success from that cock back position. And your hamstrings and your lower back are gonna chill out just a little bit. Right. But and it was it was one of those things I went to the other I kind of got comfortable in the other way. Um just mm-hmm. because then I didn't have to worry about my knees, like yeah. kind of bending at my knees so much. I didn't have to worry about yeah. the, the pain in my knees developing. Um, mm-hmm. and really, realistically, a while I didn't really bend my knees anymore. I just basically got to the bar and just kind of leaned just ever so slightly back yeah, off of it. So I didn't, you know, literally the positioning didn't feel a whole lot different, but mm-hmm. as soon as I started the pull, it definitely felt like it moved a lot smoother, even on my, even on my lower end. Yeah. So, which then got me to think, so these... And that's and when, as I was doing it, I, I started from when I first started my warm up. So one thirty five and moving all the way up. Yeah, I started kind of going back into it, 
And so my thought process is, okay, so if I'm going to change the technique is which I, with, I, with which I approach my deadlift, yeah, I need to have it be to where I think about it less. So if I, if I hit, you know, 10 reps leading up to my top one, then when I get to my top one, it'll feel a little more natural than, yeah. than having to think, okay, am I back? Am I doing this? Am I doing this? Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you know, you've overthought your entire lifts. Yeah, totally. Um, um, with your warm-ups, so like with, let's say your top set is 675 that day. Um, what are your warm-ups consisting of, like uh, reps-wise? Um, so usually I just start with like 135 for... I didn't want to overdo it this time, so I cut down yeah. the amount of reps I was doing. Like I did five or six at one thirty-five. Yeah, I did three, I think, at two twenty-five. Yeah, and then I just singled them from three fifteen up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's generally about because, what I do. Yeah, because I found because before I was doing like eight at one thirty-five, and I do five at two twenty-five, and I do three yeah. at three fifteen, and then I don't know that it was really exhausting me too much but i was like if i'm going to start if i'm going to try and pull 40 pounds heavier than what i've done mm -hmm. before um i definitely want to make sure i have enough that i'm warm one but that i also have enough gas in the tank to to give me my best shot going into it oh yeah no of course um i generally do the same so i'll do the i mean i'll do all my regular warm-up stuff stretch and then uh i'll use the bar for like a set of 15 on rdl's and then I'll use, we have all calibrated plates. So I'll do 155 for probably a set of five. And then I'll do 265 for a set of three. And then 375 for a set of one without a belt. And then depending on how high I'm going, I'll generally throw on a belt then. So I'll do 375 with no belt, a uh, double overhand. And then I'll do the 375 again with the belt with the mixed grip so I can get my elbow warmed up for the heavier weights. And then uh, I'll head right to 495 and then anything in between, I'll start on smaller plates. But um, yeah, it's crazy how much those warm-ups can they just absolutely blow you out or just completely make the day for you. I mean, right. so you, you, have you, have that, you have to find that. You have to find that. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to find the meeting because you want to make sure that everything's firing properly. Oh, yeah. You, totally. you, got, you have to make sure the connections are being made um, and that you're not going to, you know, that obviously the blood flow is going the way it's supposed to be going. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I start with like leg curls beforehand and then my act, all my active stretching stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't throw a belt on until 585. Oh, nice. Um, and so all my my only belt action was the 585, the 675, and then my attempt at seven. Oh, there you go. Um, and so it, it felt pretty good. And like I said, my back it is uncomfortable right now, but yeah, it's yeah, not bet, it, yeah. it's not completely wrecked. So oh, it, that's good. I actually I feel really good about it. I like the change. Um, yeah. I've also I've adjusted my squat, uh, the stance. I came in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so my stance is a little more in from where it was. And then I have my toes out more than what they were. Yeah. And overall, it seems to kind of help as far as I'm more looking for something that makes it less painful on my knees. 
Oh yeah, totally. as I'm yeah. as I'm going into it, and that seems to kind of take a little of the pressure out. Um, well, I mean, your your hip flexors to move a little bit more, and then you can sit into your heels a little bit more and stretch out your hamstrings instead of allowing your toes to come forward. So keeping that knee angle like relatively in line with your ankle and sitting back right. a little bit more. So kind of how I squat. So like you're not really like it's not a knees forward squat whatsoever. You're really sitting back in your hamstrings, spreading your glutes, opening your taint, and sitting right. into your uh, sitting in your into your heels a lot more, making sure that knee angle is in line with that ankle let whatever happens happen yes but mostly the taint spreading that's right let mm -hmm. it happen in, in all in all honesty if you if you don't feel it happen then most likely you didn't hit your depth is what i found yeah yeah like as, as stupid as it sounds it's like you can tell because like you really you get that opening up as soon as you hit yeah. that depth and it's like okay that's it now i can come back in oh 100 i mean like you I hate saying the term push your knees out because if you're really pushing outside on your knees while you're squatting, you're going to feel pain, but it's, yeah. it's like a, it's like spring loaded thing. Yeah. So you're slightly, God, what am I trying to say? You're like slightly rotating your ankles out and sitting into your hamstrings a little bit more. So you're, I, I like the term sitting back more than opening your knees, but <clears throat> yeah, that feeling of like, you can feel your, <laughs> your gooch <laughs> opening ever so slightly. Like I feel very exposed when I'm in the hole. <laughs> if that, yeah. And so does that it, make yeah. sense. <laughs> it makes sense on a lot of levels. I don't right. want a rear spotter. I want two side spotters. <laughs> There's a heavy, like the videos where they're like, this, this is how you spot someone on squat. And Ooh. when they get down, it's like, bam, just one right in the old, Right in the old pooper to get him to stand right back up. Oh. I don't also, think that if, you're, if you're willing to stick your thumb in my in my keister while I've been squatting for an hour, like power to you, but I don't necessarily want a finger in my butt when I'm uh when I'm squirting. Not and really um, yeah, not only that, I you know you gotta they've gotta think about their thumb, their thumb health. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why yeah. you want to do that to yourself. <laughs> Some heavy disinfecting after you, you you've got to live with that thumb after, not me. Oh yeah, you're gonna sit there in the corner and go, <laughs> like oh. what is that? <laughs> oh it's oh what is that a, stink? <laughs> you're like, is this amazing or is this terrible? I can't decide. God, I hate it. I'm rubbing it in the mustache, <laughs> but I hate it. <laughs> so when it comes to changing, and this is kind of other things I was thinking, um, because there's always adjustments we need to make either like injuries cause us to make adjustments, yeah. um, plateau plateaus, sticking points cause us to make adjustments and, yeah. and how we approach our technique. Yeah. Um, I've done it with bench as far as my hand positioning goes to try Same. and take pressure off the of shoulders, all that kind of stuff. Um, my suggestion would be by all means, do it, find what works is what's most comfortable for you and what helps your range of motion, but don't, don't especially bench and squat. Don't do it when you're going on your heavy, your your heavy days, like your heavy top sets. Yeah. Unless you're unless you're comfortable during your warm ups, like if you adjust and you're you're doing your adjustment during your warm ups, and everything feels really good, and you're able to get the movement and the everything you're supposed to be doing, then you know, like with my deadlift today, yeah, everything felt like it was clicking, and so I was like, okay, well, I feel like I can hit this with this technique without mm -hmm. an issue and it was able to work 
Um, but I've also had on squat where I'm like, okay, well, this feels good, but I don't want to push it. I want to, yeah. I want to work this through and get used to this feeling before I increase, before I go to a heavier, a heavier set. Well, then also understanding, like, if you're going to make that adjustment more often than not, your top set's going to be lower than what you're used to because you're in a different plane of motion. You're in a different plane of mechanics. Like, I mean, you can't just go from like when I first started working with Seth, perfect example, like I had a narrower stance and with how long my legs or like with how long my femurs are, my distance traveled was super far and I was bottoming out way too much. So we took time after my main squats were done to widen out. Um, we taught, he taught me how to sit back, all this kinds of stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the next few weeks, it definitely altered my top sets just because you're not going to be used to like, if you're a quad dominant squatter, you're not going to immediately, well, I mean, I don't want to say pick up because that's not fair, but like, you're not going to be able to get right to where you were until you learn how to pack your hips, until you learn how to pack your glutes, your hamstrings. So until all that is acclimated to the weight that you're usually doing, it's going to take a bit. So if you're okay with taking a step back, using the mechanics that obviously your body is craving for, which I'm a huge proponent about, um, just know that your numbers are going to be adjusted for a little bit. And then, you know, even if it's, I always suggest the smallest increments at a time. So for squats, um, I didn't go from just, you know, that narrower stance right to wide to where I squat. Now I played around with it. So I took that whole next, you know, week or so I moved it out by an inch and then moved it out by an inch and then moved my toe angle out by an inch. Then I moved my toe angle in by an inch. Like it was just, be okay with taking more times on your warm-up to get that stance down so that when you finally get to it, you're fully cognizant of where you need to be. Um, and that goes down to what you know, practicing your walkouts, how you're unracking the bar, um, how many steps are you taking? Like literally, like so what I noticed, um, my as I got wider, my walkouts got harder, especially when it came from you know, doing maximum weight, you have to walk out and then get into your wide stance and then settle, and then when the squat is done, getting that inside leg back in underneath your shoulder before you walk it back to the rack. So it's to me, it's not just getting used to that different stance. There's a lot more things that go into it. You know, um, you know you're bracing the walkout, um, your first steps back, um, loading your hamstrings, all that kinds of shit. So obviously find what works best for you, but know that it's going to take a little bit of time to get used to it. Um, same thing goes for, I never really fucked around with my deadlift too much. Um, and I've played around with sumo a little bit, but my biggest issue with that, um, I, if I have my belt on, I can't get my palms up hand to the bar to save my goddamn life because of my stomach. <laughs> so when I start pulling the bar and coming up, I'll start, I get this weird helicopter motion. So, like if I were to ever pull sumo, I need to get used to pulling hook grip, but I don't want to pull hook grip or pull sumo. So I'm not right. too worried about it. Um, <laughs> it was more so for conventional. I've always had a narrow stance. That's never changed. Um, but getting used to where your hand needs to be. So as obviously as I've gotten wider in my upper back, you're going to need to make adjustments. So as your lats get bigger, it's going to push your arms out a little bit more. So I started off years ago with my narrow stance and my hands being right on the knurling where it breaks to the smooth part. Mm -hmm. uh, but now I have to keep it 
almost a full thumbs length apart. Um, so know that obviously the wider you go, the more lats going to be involved with your pull. So again, that's just another thing over time you have to get used to. Um, but I'd say the biggest one for me, whether I'm fluctuating weight, whether I'm changing my hand stance, um, bench has always been the one that's kind of been a huge wild card. It's my best lift, but it also takes the most damage when um, I either cut weight or gain weight. So obviously with gaining weight, the bench is going to be easier. Your distance traveled is shorter because you have more of a tummy on you. You have more to brace. Um, and as I've gotten, you know, when I lose weight, my distance traveled is farther. So I have to have more of a tuck so that my distance traveled relatively stays the same. Because once I start breaking a certain plane of motion, my shoulder is going to start killing me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and then adjusting handstands too. Like don't ever, in my opinion, don't ever jump more than a finger at a time because then you're going to start, I don't know. You, you can feel the difference when you go from, even when I first, you know, my first meet, my pinky was on the knurling break. And even just shifting over to my ring finger took a good couple of months to get fully used to, whether it was the range of motion, the um, more chest dominance because of the narrower stance, obviously you're going to get a lot more tricep, getting used to having a more chest dominant bench. Um, God, even getting used to like the stretching in your anterior shoulder from your distance travel being a little bit farther um your spot landing being a little bit different so all the little things you need to take into account for not just you know is this stance comfortable is this stance pertinent to you getting the numbers that you need to get while alleviating injury right and every and so kind of in what you were explaining every movement whether it's a, a movement out a movement in an angle that you take Every time you do that, you're changing where the primary force is going in your body. Mm -hmm. your, pri your primary moving force is changing. So most of the time, your primary moving force has to adjust and your body has to get used to that being the case. And that's mm -hmm. what takes the time. And that's where your patience has to come in is because it's like for the greater, for your own personal greater good, Yep. what are you going to do? You need to make these adjustments so that so that you can survive longer and and not have these injuries, you know, nagging injuries take place, you know, cut you down or to rehab off an injury or to avoid a, a previous injury from happening again. So all those little moves, they have to be done yeah. to save you. And it is a constant thing because as your body evolves, your positioning has to evolve. And, and then a lot of times as your weight it is not your personal weight, but as the weight you're lifting increases, it sometimes that pressure becomes too much on what on a certain body part. And mm -hmm. so then you need to, you need to transfer that to somewhere that can handle that, that, that change. And it just takes time to build it. You have to fire, you know, that, that muscle has to fire, you know, correctly. It has to fire on time. And then you're supporting all your, your supporting muscles have to kick in and, and play their role in that as well. Mm -hmm. So even like switching that handstands, you're, like you're supporting your supporting staff so like going from you know a tricep dominant bench to a chest dominant bench you know your chest is going to become the main mover and then your triceps are going to kind of take not a back seat because your triceps obviously um are going to be a main mover but the dominance is definitely going to switch same thing with squats going from a narrow to a wide you go from a quad dominant squatter to a hamstring 
hip flexor, glute, and slightly lower back squatter. Um, and then, I, I mean, if you're going to make the switch from sumo to conventional, that's a whole other story. But, you know, going from right. that um, hamstring, glute, lower back in the conventional pull to a quad adductor and glute pull, you know. So the, that, the, I think one of the biggest things that cracks me up is people that have this, like, stigma that, you know, conventional is better than sumo or blah, blah, blah. If you've never pulled sumo, try pulling your top set, right? <laughs> your conventional pull with sumo. I guarantee fucking to you, your setup's gonna look like shit. Your pull's gonna look like crap, and you're gonna hurt your adductor because you're not used to opening up and pirouetting down to the bar like that. I've said it before, and I'll say it multiple times. It is so much easier to teach sumo conventional than it is sumo. To me, there's a well, lot more technical shit that goes into the actual sumo pull. Well, and there's there's a lot more adjustments that can be made because the there's the width of the sumo stance, there's the hand placement, and then you have to, and then like you said, you have to teach, you have to get the hips to activate properly, yep. and those the some of your primary moving muscles in a sumo deadlift mm -hmm. are not ones that you normally use. So for if you're a conventional puller and you just go out to a sumo, guess what? The in, the interior of your legs yeah. is going to be fucking crying mm -hmm. because it hurts. <laughs> yep. So that's why like, I, I'm, I'm confused on why I don't pull sumo because I feel like it would, it would complement my squat a little bit more. But it's just, I don't know. I, and I'll, I'll do, there's a lot of times I'll do, uh, I'll do some sets of sumo at a lighter weight. Mm -hmm. um, just because I like the, you know, just from my bodybuilding years, I like, I like every, I like to work everything. Yeah, totally. I don't want, I don't want anything overly dominant over something else. So I'm like, I'm gonna jump in. I'll do a couple sets at, you know, three fifteen, yeah. you know, with some sumo pulls, and that way I get that work on the the interior mm -hmm. of my legs, and you know, kind of, you know, just get a little little extra, yeah. extra extra. Well, I mean, it's all gonna help out. Like if I mean, right. if you're Two things. One, if you're going to be coaching somebody, you better know how to pull fucking both proficiently. Right. And secondly, from a lifting standpoint, you better know how to pull both because if you're going into your – that this is one of the most important – like one of the biggest things that I picked up from Dave Tate was like if you don't have a plan B, like let's say like squats and bench are making your lower back cramp up like a motherfucker and you're toasted and you generally pull conventional – you better know how to pull sumo so you can at least finish the day off or, you know, hit a sumo PR, or even get close to what you were trying to pull. Because there's right. – trying to <laughs> just have a plan B so you know how to do both. Like, there's no point in playing this fucking garbage game of, oh, conventional is better and blah, blah, blah. It's like if you don't have a plan B, because something generally always happens when you're, um, when you're competing that day. Something's going to happen. So if you're not ready to have a backup plan, good luck finishing the meet with your bum-ass leg or your bum-ass lower back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't – and it's it's funny. I mean, believe me, we'll, we'll make fun of sumo, you know, lifters mm -hmm. all the time. But it's all in good fun. Like, I – anyone who can pull sumo heavy is, you know, I have as much respect for as someone who pulls mm -hmm. conventional. Um, you know, and we've talked about it before. There are ways that people cheat the system when oh, you yeah. know when you 
when you go extra wide when you don't need to just so that your range of motion is less you know same thing on bench the super arch with the wide grip i mean yeah it's legal but come on i mean you're you're really Barely. at that point you're yeah. you're you're milking the rules and you're you're really exploiting things that should be exploited that's why like at our at, at that last 605 it was dope that the meat director said if you have to turn your toe angles in when the bar is coming down we're not accepting your deadlift and i think that should be across the platform for right. every meet period yeah yeah if you're afraid of, of getting smashed yeah or if you have to you know if someone has to or you clip your hands on your bench press because you're out so wide yeah i mean that's too wide especially when you're a 120 pound female that's mm. five foot two your your hand grip doesn't need to be out at the post no. i mean oh, then man. you're just you're, you're just playing that range of motion game and it it's it that and that is kind of that's that part's on the cheating but overall there i don't I've never yeah. had a problem with someone pulling sumo. I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, if you look at a lot of guys that are pulling that way anyway, their distance traveled is just about the same because their fucking legs are so long. Yeah. So at that at that point, if you want to give someone shit for a short range of motion, like if that, it's going to be maybe fifteen percent different. Maybe. So yeah, but that's, like, like you said, they're also working a weaker part of what is normally a weaker part of the leg. Oh yeah. I mean, like when I pull sumo and conventional, like my distance traveled isn't much different by maybe what three, four inches, if that. Yeah. So there's not much of a difference, but I mean, I. Yeah, the the super arched out hands all the way to the end benching <laughs> when you're already this fucking tall and your arms are this long and pulling the super sumo just to get a, a better total. It's just it's. That's exploiting a system that needs to be um, changed for sure. Right. I mean, pull sumo, bench however you want, but like, just know there's always going to be an asterisk next to your fucking total. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we see you. We see you out there. We see what you're doing. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now that time for. White lights, red lights. This time is going to be a super easy oh. going through, I think. Well, I think, anyway. So for those that aren't aware of what the white lights, red lights means, would you please explain? Um, yes. So one of the best things about hitting your numbers is getting an official judge, or three of them, or at least two of them to recognize your lift as being fantastic. So in order to have a fantastic lift, you got to have at least two white lights. Two meaning it was a little sloppy. One of the judges disagreed with how the movement went, but who cares? There's still two other judges that love it. Or you hit three white lights and every single judge thought you just did fantastic, which is always nice. Or you give it your all come a little bit short and you get two reds or unfortunately three which is a failing score in the realm of powerlifting which is a bummer but you know what sometimes it's kind of nice to watch someone put it all on, all on the line they're bleeding out of their face and sometimes they don't get it because you know that shit's gonna fuel training block for that next meet 
They let they left it all out there. Mm, like you can feel it in your on loins. the platform. Yeah. <laughs> Deep in the loins. So as we go through, I have four items here. Three white lights, as Alkai said, is fantastic. Yes. Two white lights is fantastic enough. And anything less is less than fantastic. Chase. All right. So we're going to get your perspective, Alkai, on big boobs. Real or fake? I don't care. Is there? Do you have a you have a preference in between the two? Apparently. Um, I mean, big fake tits look weird, you know. Um, big boobs. I'll give it. I'll give it. Uh, make big boobs. Yeah, three white lights. Sure. Why not? Okay. I mean, there is there is too much of a good thing. That's for sure. There can mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. Small boobs. I mean, three white lights. Like, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I'm, I'm easy to please. <laughs> All right. Now, this one may, be, this is, may throw you a little bit. Okay. Man boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, three reds. <laughs> <laughs> I have them, but I'm not a big fan. I have fan. them. I hate them. <laughs> and seeing them on other dudes, sometimes I chuckle. So I'm like, I'll give it... I'll give that two reds and one white. The one white being from like <laughs> an entertain entertainment standpoint. Yeah, an entertainment standpoint. <laughs> they, I have seen some dudes with some pretty voluptuous knockers. That's for sure. Yeah, love that. <laughs> All right, last one is super easy. A big old fat booty. See, I've as I've grown older, Craig. I've. Uh, I appreciate shape more than size now. Okay, so how you about this? So I know I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So big can uh, be cool. A nice, a nice how, be like. Well, yeah, I'm not talking like big fat, like just <laughs> saggy ass. So let's uh, let's pref let's uh, let's uh, redo this and say a nice firm booty. Oh, three whites all day. I, That's easy. I, that combo of like that athletic look of like little boobs, good legs, nice butt. Love it. Sign me up. And uh, you know who has the firmest like round booty? Oh man, Sam's got a nice keister. About I think you're forgetting about Jordan. And Jordan, yes. I'm sorry, I blocked out Jordan. He uh he doesn't talk to me anymore, so I know he's on your poo-poo list. Jordan's got a nice <laughs> ass, though. I'll give him that. He has he has a butt that most women are jealous of. Yeah, but yeah, yes. that kid that kid's got he's got a trunk on him for sure. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, <laughs> as this as this uh, slow weight cut journey comes along, my love handles will disappear and my butt will start popping out more. There you go. Get a nice little. Then you can then you can join TikTok Toit. fame. Toit. <laughs> All right. So like I said, nice easy white lights, Super red lights, let's go around. Yeah. Um, apparently you can tell where my head was at when I was thinking yes. about it. Yes. It was, yeah. 
anyway just guy stuff (laughs) that's right yeah that's right you know normal it's not just guy stuff i I hear more girls talk about this than anything oh that's fair (laughs) that's very fair anyway so as we talked about before my name is craig bird this is al kai allen over here i am coming to you from monument fitness at monument.fitness is where you can get a hold of us Mm -hmm. al kai is coming to you from a room unknown in the area of the San Diego, California. You can get a hold of the show by searching or going to lifting at lifting underscore ugly, searching lifting ugly or lift ugly, and you will come across us wherever you might be. Mm -hmm. Alki, Alki here is at has multiple places to get a hold of him at Pico underscore powerlifting is his secondary account for when he gets banned again and his primary <laughs> account primary account is at bellies underscore out underscore benching the theme yep. being power bellies power bellies and why they're important. Oh. and if seth is still on i did see seth's mm-hmm. benching videos and seth has got a pretty nice power belly he's got a pretty sweet tum tum yeah like, i love it He's he's. Like, I want to I want to belly bump Seth really bad. <laughs> in time, in time, my friend, mm-hmm. in time, mm-hmm. in time, in due time. If you want to be a monthly supporter of the show, you can do so at patreoncom ugly and be a monthly subscriber. It is appreciated. You can also buy the coolest of cool things from our store at liftingugly.com. Hats, shirts flags bam all that kind of stuff you can get there uh you can also get the new lifting ugly tank top mm. what would jack jesus do or as alki said depending on how you want to do it what would juice jesus do Dude, what would he do as soon as this show is over that will be available on the website and before we leave, I just got confirmation. Gabby will be on with us next week. Nice. So well, shouts out to the Australian Oaktress. Yes. So anyone, make sure you everyone out there, make sure you check us out next week as we will have Gabby the Austrian Oaktress. 2020, 2021, America's strongest woman. Love that. Uh, a beast among beasts. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. We had a lot of fun. I hope you had fun too. I had a great time. Oh, well, that's good. So did I. Lots yeah. of fun. <laughs> and we're out of here. Bye. the blues ain't your bad news you can trip with the juice while i sip booze on a seven-day cruise in louis vuitton shoes with floozies by the dudes the good life talking about the good life give it up for a little while then go to the hood to get the good wife and settle down but for now i'm studying down refuse to allow myself to devour like when i was sniffing pal